In this week's issue, I want to share with you the framework used by the military which has dramatically helped make improvements at work. Earlier this year, England national sports teams were humbled twice in one weekend. As a passionate sports fan, this was painful to watch. In the midst of knee-jerk reactions, an obvious question to ask was, is the captain to blame? My view is no. You could argue it both ways though, but they do need to own the outcome. This is what good leaders do. They take extreme ownership, especially when things go badly. Finger-pointing is a futile exercise. It does nothing but scapegoat. A much more productive use of time is to conduct an AAR. This is a simple and powerful framework that was originally created by the military to make continuous improvements. An AAR is an after-action report that forms a retrospective analysis on a given sequence of goal-orientated actions previously undertaken generally by the author themselves. Thank you, Wikipedia. But another way, AARs allow continuous improvements by reflecting on each completed action and breaking it down into insights that inform future actions. AARs are very useful in facilitating open and honest assessments. However, be warned, they can be uncomfortable. But you will definitely benefit from using them. So what are they based on? In essence, there are four questions which drive the AAR. One, what was supposed to happen? Two, what actually happened? Three, why did this happen? Four, what can we learn from this for an improved outcome? Most AARs are conducted after a major project or significant action to assess the performance of an individual or team. The details derived from this review are used to make necessary adjustments in advance of the next time it happens. My personal view is the AARs work best when informal and relatively on the fly. The template has worked best when the conversation is free-flowing and the participation is high. Yes, formal settings have benefits too. When can you use the AAR? Well, the possibilities are almost endless. But here are some examples. After a project didn't reach the set goal, why did this happen? And not go as intended. After a difficult conversation with a friend or family member, why did it not go as intended? What changes can be made for next time? After a meeting with a new stakeholder, why didn't that prove as fruitful as hoped? What changes can be made for next time? After a competition, why didn't it go well? What could have gone better? This is by no means an exhaustive list, but gives you a flavour. The framework works well because it places a strong emphasis on actions. It removes emotion and focuses on the things that can be controlled. Think, control, the controllables. It may feel funny or overkill the first time you do it, but stick with it. The realisation of where things went wrong and ergo can be improved is only a good thing. Please do remember AARs work just as well when assessing an action that went well. Yes, they are powerful for assessing reasons for failure, but understanding why things went well is just as important. Give it a shot when finishing your next project, initiative or personal endeavour. Let me know how you get on. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. To help get you started, I've included a free template you can use. So see you next week. Oh, and P.S. It was England versus Bangladesh at T20 cricket. Congratulations, Bangladesh. And England versus France in the Six Nations rugby. Allez le bleu!